Party's National Spokesperson, Buisen Indlos, is on the line with me now. Very good afternoon to you. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us. What is the official word that you're getting from Parliament? Thank you, Chetis, for having us. Uh, look, uh, the reality of the matter is that uh, there is a lot of uh, uh, complicity from the leadership of Parliament to the statement that was released by uh, Mr. Zuma last night. Uh, they don't seem to, to be moved. They don't seem to um, be worried about it because uh, from all the communications that they have given, their point is that uh, uh, whatever the, the military and the police have detected, you know, uh, then they must implement. But uh, as we have said, Parliament is a different arm of the state. It must uh, be seen to be holding the executive accountable. And uh, we can't be told by the president on the occasion of having to hold him accountable that he's coming with 441 military personnel who are not going to do anything but law and order. And that's not the type of threat that requires people who are trained for combat or war. And uh, and then it is on those bases really that we are rejecting and uh, condemning this decision. So just how far do you intend to take your objections? I know you have said, although you're boycotting the State of the Nation address, um, you've been quoted as saying that uh, one way or the other, the president will not address the nation. So where does that put you, these uh, uh, quote-unquote new measures being put in place and uh, your general sentiment around SONA 2017? We are not moved. We are not even going to wear any bulletproof. We are going there for constitutional duty. Zuma must know that uh, there is a constitutional court judgment that says he has broken his oath of office. That's where we are going to start. We have a duty as members of parliament to defend the constitution. And if he has broken the constitution, there must be implications. They don't want to give us a separate seating to the defect. We've asked for it over the years since... That judgment came out. Everywhere we meet him, we're going to have to hold him accountable in as far as that judgment is concerned. No amount of intimidation, no amount of military deployment is going to stop that reality from happening. So if they want to have a situation where we do not ask him as a constitutional delinquent why he has broken his oath of office, then they must not make him speak. They can give someone else to give the State of the Nation address. But if it's him... We're going to have to do our constitutional duty for we too to get also for. What is that constitutional duty, Mr. Ndlozi? Will you attempt in any way to physically prevent, and by physically, I mean disruptive enough to prevent the president from addressing the nation? No, we don't believe in any physical removal. That's why we are told that there is a case ongoing around the physical removal of members of parliament. Uh, I mean, we, wouldn't phys- we don't believe in assault. Uh, we believe in, in, in security. So the problem in Parliament, as you may have know, may have observed over the, the years, is that uh, you know there is no democracy, and that should, uh, as it should mean, like there's no uh, majority rule. There's the tyranny of the majority. They suppress you. They 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 want to shut you down. But we've never physically engaged anybody. But what we are going to do is what the rules allow us to do is to stand up and hold a constitutional delinquent accountable for breaking the constitution. How can he make a promise any further if he couldn't hold a simple promise to protect the constitution? Why must we listen to him about any other promise 
if it would not hold promise of defending the constitution, particularly from his own keep. Now, I know I'm going to ask you to speculate on this point, but I think it's important to understand, especially from your perspective, uh, these, as I said, quote-unquote special measures uh, that are being undertaken, although the Defence Minister as well as uh, Secretary of Parliament have dismissed that there's anything peculiar about this, uh, the deployment of 414 National Defence Force members. Do you believe it has anything to do with these very pronouncements that you are making? First of all, he's wrong. He's uh, basically misleading the country. Uh, in, in proper open language, he's lying. There's never been a deployment, there's never been a deployment of soldiers to parliament or any military personnel to do law and order. There's never happened. They come there to drill. They can come there to, to help outside the streets and all those things, but they've never come deployed by a president for law and order. The principle here, as I said, is the constitutional separation of powers. It's like President Zuma appearing in a court of law for his actions, and then he announces the night before, I'm coming with the army to, to, to keep law and order inside the court. He's intimidating the judges from thinking clearly and taking fair judgment. That's what is being done here. It has never happened. It's unprecedented that the military is deployed for law and order. But even on a normal day, if there are protests anywhere in the world, half a million people in the street in Romania, there's no military. There were protests outside uh, Donald Trump's inauguration. There was no military. Why? Because the military is not trained for law and order. It's trained for combat. In short, Mr. Ngozi, what do you expect to happen tomorrow? Do you anticipate any violence? And would that include yourselves? Look, we, 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 we don't know what to anticipate. As I said, this is new. But we know what we are going to do. We know what plan we have. And, uh, and that is what we are certain about. We're going to make sure that um, the, the constitutional delinquent called Zuma is confronted tomorrow by all necessary uh, rules of parliament.